we are here for session number five of our three-day tube 1k challenge i want to welcome you and this session is going to be super powerful today's uh topic is how to create more videos in less time and we're actually going to be going through 10 productivity tips with two special guests and really there's going to probably be about 63 different tactical nuggets that you're going to learn these are two of my favorite people in the world. They are part of our Video Reiki Academy. They've built their own uh, influence and doing so many cool things on their own as well. And I can't wait for you to learn from them in just a second. But of course, we have a giveaway to do. We have um, some announcements that we need you to know. I wanna ask you, how many sessions have you been a part of out of our five total sessions? Um, have you caught all the replays? As a reminder, there are only limited replays available. So if you can hear my voice right now, either live or on the replay, watch the replay soon or just make sure to get into vrafam.com grab that special offer because remember you get the recordings and so if you miss anything to be able to go back and just revisit them at your own convenience is a um is a powerful perk of joining vrafam.com but also um you have the opportunity in case you miss anything or you got a busy weekend so let me know how many have you been a part of and uh, where are you watching from in the world? Ryan's five out of five, baby. We got uh, Jamie, five out of five, let's go. We have Fort Worth in the house. Um, let's see, all five, Melissa, all five, Furious Five. Man, y'all have been devoted. I appreciate you. Uh, commitment is the foundation of all great accomplishments. Some of us, three out of five. So uh, definitely it's a learn and level up weekend. We got Alberta, Canada in the house, San Jose in the house, uh, PA in the house. Well, listen, keep sharing. I'm going to welcome Melissa because uh, we want to get through some really important stuff and get to the content as soon as possible. And we have a quick tip. There's five quick tips. Today's I think is my favorite. But Mel, what do we need to know today? That's a big deal if it's your favorite quick tip because the quick tips have been so good that when I'm reading through everyone's aha moments, like literally it's a half the time it's the quick tip. It's not even the main content from the session. So excited to get into that. We also have some giveaways that we're going to be announcing in just a few moments. Um, but I just want to welcome a few people into our hashtag VRA fam. If you don't know, um, Video Rank Academy is our course and community that we just opened up um, as a special offer for everybody who's on our challenge. And so just want to welcome George. I want to welcome Dave Monk. I'm hyped for the future too. Dave, excited to have you inside of the fam. Um, we've got Emily in here. Um, really excited for everybody who's been joining over the last couple of days. It has been really crazy. We've been having um, such a fun time. Welcome you guys all in. So let me know in the chat if you also have joined. We'd love to shout you out. And with that, I would like to um, go through some giveaways for today. And you know what? We have one main giveaway, which is this um, microphone that we've been giving away throughout this um, whole weekend here. So we've got um, this wireless me Rode microphone, really cool for filming whether you're on a phone or um, a camera. And so we're going to be giving this away to one person. And all you need to do is in the chat, let me know what was your favorite session from the challenge. We are on session five. This is our last one. And this might turn out to be your favorite, but I want to tell me what out of the last four sessions, which one was your favorite? would love to hear that. And I'm just going to give a couple of these little microphones away right now, because why not? I guess I can. I'm on camera. Sean can't stop me. Not that he would. Sean actually would probably just give away like 10 more than I'm going to give away. Um, but I'm going to give away this Deity V microphone to a few people in the chat today. I want to give one away to... Um, we have Michael Adams. Michael, we'd love to send you this microphone just because you're here. Um, I am also excited for this as well. We've got Debbie. 
Um, Debbie, excited for this session. We want to send you one of these microphones. Thanks for being here, Debbie. And Megan watched the session. I missed, did the video homework. I'm all caught up five for five. Debbie or Megan, as your reward, I would love to send you this microphone. Congratulations on getting all your homework done. You're awesome. Um, doing the video homework today is a huge deal because um, we actually challenged you guys. The daily challenge for today was to film a video, whether it was a short or a long form video, film and post a video today. That has been your challenge. And so um, excellent job doing that, Megan. And so excited for everybody who's been dropping their videos in that daily challenge so far. Um, so congratulations, you guys. In order to claim your prizes, all you need to do is head to thinkmediasupport.com. Um, and then you'll let our team know that you won that DD microphone. We'll get it shipped out to you. And for everybody who wants to enter to win that Rode wireless microphone, um, just let me know what has been your favorite session of the challenge so far. And while you guys answer that question, I'm going to bring Sean up to do a quick tip of the day. Thank you, Melissa. So our quick tip number five of the day is... chat GPT prompts for saving time and improving your content. So these are like some AI prompts. And if you've heard of chat GPT, type yes in the comments. And these are just a couple prompts to get you going to save time and improve your content. But what I actually want to do, and I'm going to go through a couple of them. I actually pulled up, I asked you earlier, um, what is your channel topic about? And Jill uh, Sutton said, it's a lifestyle vlog, raising our kids in the country. And so if you haven't heard, we're going to use this as an example. If you haven't heard of ChatGPT yet, you can go to openai.com. And once you log in, you can, you get this screen right here. And so I wrote a little prompt here that says, write 20 video ideas for a YouTube channel about raising children in the country. And if I just hit enter, it's now gonna start spitting out video ideas, pretty cool. Now, one of the biggest mistakes people make with some of these AI tools though, is they don't fix everything. You still need the strategy. You still need a creative human behind things. Maybe someday AI will replace us. And maybe we've got maybe six months, 12 months before we need John Connor to come back from the future to ultimately save us because the machines are gonna take us out. But in the meantime, AI is kind of a cool way to enhance your current workflow. Somebody said, is AI going to replace humans? Um, and the answer is no, but a human using AI is going to replace humans that are not. They're like power-ups. So ultimately, it's a tool to help you go faster. And so what we have here is that some of these video ideas are honestly not very good, but these are some pretty cool inspiration to get you started. Creative crafts and DIY projects for kids using natural materials. The benefits of homeschooling in a rural environment. Uh, tips for creating a safe and stimulating play area for tob toddlers. Now, knowing what I know, um, I'm going to, let's just take this one. How to balance work and parenting on a farm. And imagine you've already got these 20 ideas. You pick out one that sort of inspires you. And then you could say, write 10 title uh, titles for a video on how to balance work and parenting on a farm or homestead using interesting adjectives. So what we discover is we actually kind of discover too that the use of AI is the prompts you give it, the creativity that you give it can influence the quality of what you get out. Juggling parent, parenthood and farm life, expert tips. 
thriving as a busy homesteading parent, managing the mans of a farm, a farming and family, uh, mastering the art of parenting and farming simultaneously. And your intuition of, of YouTube, the platform of online marketing of human psychology as a creator who understands the viewer best and developing those skills, developing and learning and thinking through the VRA system. These are some of the power-ups that we think about now when we're talking about reverse engineer, some research and even positioning the video. This can lead us to a very powerful place. So here's just like a three-step process um, and we can't go through everything, but just for the quick tip, <clears throat> here's three different um, prompts that you could walk through for your channel niche. So again, chat.openai. This is free, by the way. There is a paid version, uh, but you could use this for free. Enter in your prompts uh, once you get logged in and sign up with your email and whatnot. And so let's assume for our example today that you have a channel about bass fishing. You could say, right, 25 ideas for a YouTube channel about bass fishing. Cool. So we got all these different ideas. And on here, number three says, how to choose the best lures for bass fishing. Now, what you've been learning lately, that could be some affiliate marketing opportunity. How to choose the best lures, some different lures, where to buy the lures. You find a good website that sells lures. Interesting, right? We were talking about that in the last session. So you pick that out. Now that we know it's about lures, then I would, my second one would be write 10 different titles with persuasive copy for a video about how to choose the best lures for bass fishing. Unlock your bass fishing potential. Master lure selection with these tips. Again, you're thinking, oh, it's maybe a little too long. Maybe it's a little too fluffy with language. Maybe it's going to get cut off. Then we guys, don't waste another cast. Learn how to choose the perfect lure for any fishing situation. So you still maybe want some human editing on here. Maybe you don't like these. You can always say, write 10 more. Uh, the secret to catching more bass, choosing the right lure for the job. Bass Fishing 101, choosing the right lure to reel in the big one. I kind of like that one. Bass Fishing 101 is clear up front. So then watch this, though. Now that we've maybe dialed in our topic, um, I, I wrote, here's another prompt. Write a catchy 20-second opening script for a video about how to choose the best lures for bass fishing. A lot of times you can use AI to help write, you know, at least frame up an entire script. But I think that scripting an entire video personally is not something that a lot of times I'll do. But what I do spend a lot of time is crafting the hook, crafting the opening. And that was one of our other uh, quick tips, right? So listen to this. This is what it came up with. Welcome to the ultimate guide on choosing the best lures for bass fishing. Are you tired of coming home empty handed, wondering what went wrong? Well, wonder no more. In this video, we'll teach you everything you need to know to choose the perfect lure for any fishing situation. From crankbaits to jigs, top water to soft plastics, we'll cover it all. So grab your notepads and get ready to catch more bass than ever before. Imagine if you just read that little voiceover like I did and you had some footage and GoPro of you out there bass fishing, you know what I mean? And, and you can notice this can all happen in a matter of moments. So in a 2023 world, one of the things we want you to be tapping into and using is AI to help you save time, especially in this session, productivity tips, right? To help you save time, get more done, maybe prime the pump, get your brain primed when you're like, I just got to have a blank slate. What comes out of these AI systems 
is is almost never or probably never going to be the final product. But once it gets you started, it gets some inspiration going, then you can use your creativity and the skills that you're learning here to take things to another level. And as a reminder, you know, one of the bonuses that we are including in VRAFAM.com is our AI for YouTube PDF download. So this is just one of many tools to get other prompts and prompts you wouldn't, you know, be normally thinking about and um, to get the best AI tools for saving time. There's video AI tools right now, video editing AI tools that even take your long form videos, they take cut them into vertical videos so you can share them as YouTube shorts. I've been blown away by some of the results um, that uh, Brian and our team has been testing and I've been testing out some of these. And we have the whole Think Media faculty and really our whole team thinking about, man, how are we using AI? So if you wanna get all of the consolidation of all that info, again, this is no extra charge. We're just including this at vrafam.com, uh, the AI for YouTube uh, bonus. And uh, that with everything else, including the course and niche finder, camera confidence and all the stuff, vrafam.com. And as a reminder, uh, tonight is the deadline to also get our full-time YouTube creator course, which is one of our fast acting bonuses, just because the challenge is coming to an end. This is the five of five session. Yes, on Monday, we have some uh, giveaways and we're going to be going through your challenges. So all weekend long, we'd love for you to be watching the replays, going through the challenges, taking action, posting your first video or your next video, getting all of that happening because we have some giveaways on Monday. But because the challenge is officially ending in terms of this being the last session, midnight tonight, Pacific Standard Time, is the deadline to get that fast acting bonus. So if you've been on the fence, don't miss this. You can see how great this offer is. And if you need support, our team is here for you, even during this session or for the rest of the day on Saturday, which is at the time that this is going live and I'm recording this. So vrafam.com is where everything is at. And so, uh, Melissa, I'm excited for this giveaway. Yes. All right, we are gonna announce the giveaway of that Rode Wireless Go Pack. And so I need some drum roll emojis in the chat. And Sean, I'm gonna need you to pick your final. No, not quite final. We've got a bunch more giveaways on Monday, but some, okay, these are drumsticks. <laughs> this is one of the more intense drumsticks we've had. Oh, both very intense. Okay, we'll see how well Sean can drum roll with these two drumsticks. All right, I see some drum, <clears throat> excuse me, drum roll emojis in the chat. We've got, We've got them coming. Okay, okay. We've got Cecilia, Haley, B, uh, Virginia. Awesome. Okay, we're gonna announce the winner of the Rode microphone kit, and that is Monique Morris. Monique, congratulations, um, Monique. That was an awesome session. Ten things every creator should know. I think if you love that session, you are going to love this upcoming session that we have. Um, with Jacqueline and Ben. And so Monique, congratulations. Um, we are excited to send you your microphone kit. All you need to do is head to thinkmediasupport.com, let our team know that you won, and we'll get that shipped right out to you. Just as a reminder, this is not your last chance to win. If you haven't won anything yet, we are going to be giving away a ton of stuff on Monday's big challenge party. So that's where we celebrate your guys's. um, just completing this challenge, but all the different daily challenges that you guys have done. And so definitely don't miss that. Go to your events tab, put it on your calendar and make sure you are joining us on Monday because that is going to be just a really fun time to review all your guys' daily challenge entries and give you away a bunch more stuff. Speaking of giving away a bunch of stuff, we have a deadline for tonight. 
Um, winthistech.com is where you can go to win this entire YouTube studio kit, including this brand new Sony camera, lighting, microphone, tripod, everything you need in order to just significantly level up your videos. So this is available at winthistech.com, but it is only available until tonight. We are actually shutting it down and we are going to be picking the winner and so that we can announce that person on our Monday party. And so if you haven't entered to win yet, make sure you go to winthistech.com. If you have entered but haven't gotten your daily challenge in yet, your daily entry, then you can go to winthistech.com as well and get that daily entry in there. One final deadline for tonight is that we have a special bonus uh, course that we're giving away in our big YouTube course and coaching bundle. Um, it is only available until tonight. That special bonus is for our fast actors. And so um, you can get that special bonus, get the most bang for your buck if you get in before 11.59 p.m. Pacific time to see exactly when that is in your time zone. You can actually just head to vrafam.com and you'll be able to see a countdown timer of exactly how long you have to get in. Those are my final deadlines. I know you guys want to get into the content, so I'm actually going to turn things over to Sean now. Thank you, Melissa. All right, smash the like button and the heart button. Type yes if you're fired up and ready to uh, dive into this session. Shut out distractions. Grab something to take notes with. This session is packed with a lot of information. We're going to be talking about how to create more videos in less time, 10 productivity tips. And I want to welcome our guests. And first, we're going to welcome Jacqueline, the Wild Floridian. Uh, Jacqueline has 28,900 subscribers. She's posted 318 videos. Jacqueline, thanks so much for being here. Tell us a little bit about your story. How long have you been on YouTube? Uh, what is it you do on YouTube? We're going to bring up your channel. And so uh, thank you for being here and go ahead and break it down. Yeah. So about three years ago, I found Think Media and I found the Think Media channel because um, I was really trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my career because I wanted to switch from what I was doing, which was working in a factory. And as I was looking into like money making alternatives, as I figured out my whole career, I ran across one of your guys' videos on how to make money outside of the typical careers. And I thought, oh, I could make some videos about something. And um, I started to really think a lot about like what inspires me, what makes me passionate and where do I really wanna make a mark in the world? And it just kept coming back to my home state of Florida. So I started a channel three years ago on helping Florida gardeners find the joy of gardening with native and edible plants like vegetables and tropical fruit. Uh, I love it. And your story has been so inspiring. And, and today where it's all about productivity, but perhaps we can get into one of the cool case studies about the vertical beds and uh, uh, all the different cool things you've been doing. But our second guest today is Ben Azadi. Uh, ben is the founder of Keto Camp, 171,000 subscribers, 1,500 videos, Ben, and uh, doing some incredible things, helping people get their health and fitness right. Ben has made a big impact in my life just uh, in those areas and has given me a lot of feedback that has helped me with more energy and health. And uh, these are just two incredible human beings that we get to learn from today. But Ben, break down a little bit of your story and, you know, even take us back. What what started this whole thing? Um, and then we're going to get into these 10 tips. Yeah, thanks for, uh, I'm excited to be here with you also. Thank you, Sean, and Think Media. So like Jacqueline, it was about four years ago that I came across Think Media. At that time, I had started my YouTube channel, but I had a YouTube channel since 2012, but I didn't take it seriously. I treated it like a hobby. It was, I didn't really commit to it. I was just giving things a try. 2018, I decided to 
get focused on my niche. And that's where Keto Camp started, which is my company. And I launched my YouTube channel and I was just trying to figure things out, putting videos out there. And it was really slow growth. Then I came across YouTube Secrets. I listened to it on Audible. And then, of course, I started to study Think Media. I started to invest in your programs. And then I started to strategize and follow that 7R framework. And it started to grow much faster. And ever since then, I doubled down, tripled down, and I just started to really invest time, money, bandwidth. You know, in the beginning, it was all, it was me wearing every single hat. I was the uh, person holding the camera. Well, I had the tripod, but I was the person doing all the editing, the thumbnails, et cetera. But as I grew, I got to invest in a team. So it all started with me doing everything myself. And then Think Media helped me take it to a professional level, if you will. It's so awesome to watch both of your journeys and uh, excited to dive into um, the content today But um, and hear a little bit more. But let's get into these tips and I will kind of pass it back and forth. You both submitted some powerful insights of just what you've learned to get more done in less time, to be more productive. And we're going to start with Jacqueline. And tip number one here is use your passive time productively. And so, um, you know, Jacqueline, you mentioned some of the things you do, whether from commuting or how you're getting video editing done, break down some of the things you do with kids, with a busy schedule, um, to use your passive time productively. Yeah. So I, if you're out there and you're like, I don't have time, I can a hundred percent relate. When I started my channel, I was working most weeks, 50 to 70 hours. And I commuted about 10 hours a week. I have two kids. One of them is special needs. Plus I have dogs and a husband and I like to see them from time to time. And I worked a lot of hours, like a lot of hours. So I had to be really smart about what time I did have. Um, and so I tried to figure out every little bit that I could use. So from things like you know, I was part of the VRA program. So when was I going to sit down and listen to all this training at home? Well, the answer was I wasn't. So I was going to listen to it while I drove to work. I might not be able to watch the video, but I could listen to it and the time that I had. Um, I did little things like I kept a small notebook that could go in my back pocket. I worked in a huge factory. So like as I had ideas, I would just like write stuff down really quick. Um, and so they even like um, with my kids, if you have little kids, you know that especially when they're little, little, they watch the same episode of whatever together. <laughs> like for us, it was Bluey. We watched probably Bluey 100,000 times through. So I would edit while we would watch. So I'd still get cuddle time, um, but I wouldn't have to listen to like the same episode again. So there was still quality time, but I used every single minute I could to think through what do I have to get done and how can I fit that in the schedule that I do have? Because I can't change the fact that I work so much and commute. I love that. And Ben, I'd love to hear from you, especially taking us back to, you know, you mentioned as this online YouTube media company growing a business thing grows, we do hire editors eventually or get help. But take us back to those early days when you were just getting started. And I loved Jacqueline that you mentioned turning your car into a college, you know, I know Ben, you, you and I share that similar vision Yeah, to get down learning when you're busy, you were running a gym. What are just some of the things you did when you felt like you didn't have enough time to get it all done? Well, number one, uh, I committed to it. There's a big difference between being interested in something and being committed. Uh, I think it was Ken Blanchard who said, when you're interested in something, 
you do it when it's convenient and then you give up when it gets tough. When you're committed, you do whatever it takes until you get results. So big difference between being interested and being committed. So I committed to it. And I knew that even though it might be slow growth in the beginning, there's no going back. Like I threw my hat over the fence. I'm going to have to go get that hat. So when there was slow growth, I all knew that it was all on the way, not in the way. There was no giving up, no quitting. And uh, it's really impressive what Jacqueline shared because she has a family and she has kids and she was juggling all that. I didn't have that same situation. I have my fiance and my dogs, but it's a different scenario. But at that time, Sean, I owned a CrossFit gym at that time, right? So I was thinking about, all right, I could serve my beautiful CrossFit community and I could you know, trade time for money, um, which was great and all, but I decided to actually leave my brick and mortar so I could go online and actually serve more people. And that's where I made the huge commitment. Yeah, I essentially like jumped off the cliff and figured out how to fly along the way. And that's very different than if I would have stayed with my CrossFit gym or for you all stayed with your job. And I'm not saying to quit your job, but what I'm saying is when you commit to something, you find a way. And in the beginning, that's what it was for me. So yes, it was a lot of work. Um, you know, when it's something that's worth chasing, I believe you got to put in a lot of bandwidth and energy in the beginning, and then you get really smart and you start to delegate. And for me, when that delegation started to happen, I had a big challenge and I still have a big challenge thinking that I do it the best. Nobody could do it as good as me. If I'm going to hire an editor, they're not going to know all the little things that I like. And I have to spend all this money and I had all this thinking, thinking, but I knew that there was no way I was going to do it by myself. I would be working from 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. And it would just be frustrating. So I just took that leap of faith. And it was one of the best decisions that I've made for my business. I love it. Number two is use a calendar and create checklists. And so Jacqueline, um, uh, you mentioned, and then we'll go to Ben about planning and lists. And yeah. so how, why has this been so important when it comes to getting more done and less time and uh, time management? Yeah. I think, you know, if you're a busy mom or dad, you know that it can really quickly get very overwhelming with all the different <clears throat> stuff you have to do, all the different angles. Um, so I was really, I spent a lot of time making sure I thought through what do I need to get done? And I kind of thought about it a little bit differently, and especially in the beginning as I was figuring stuff out. So instead of being like, I have to get a video done every week. I started to try to think, oh, how can I do work on a video four hours a week? Like, can I create four hours of work? And then what can I get done in the four hours? And I'll get as far as I can on my checklist because when you have kids, you know, and a job that eats up way too much time, <laughs> which is what I had, um, you just, you only can do what you can do. And so having that mindset of like, let me go through my VRA checklist of, you know, did I create my title? Did I do my research? Right. And then when am I going to go and film? And then when am I going to edit? But in the beginning, I didn't know how much time it was going to take. So it was more about, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give myself two hours on Wednesday night and I'll go down that list and I'll see how far I can get. And then, you know, maybe I'll get it two hours on Saturday. I can sit and do and go far down, keep going down my list. But the good thing is, is that instead of becoming like, oh, well, I didn't get a video done this week, it was like, well, I used my time really effectively and I kept moving through the list. And then over time, I got faster and faster at things and I got smarter about how I use time. But that's how I used calendars and checklists was I thought more about time and the activity and how far can I get. I love that. You know, I heard it said that people who want to appear clever rely on memory, but people who want to get things done make 
lists. I don't know about you, but it always makes me nervous when the waiter or the server at a restaurant doesn't write things down. I'm always like, I'm not impressed. Like, I'm like, actually, I would prefer, especially <laughs> when you've got modifications. And then, you know, sure enough, especially there's eight people at the table, they put their hands behind their back and you're like two orders end up getting messed up. I'm like, listen, if you can pull it off, good, because then I'm impressed. But it'd be just a lot better to write it down. It's better to have a short pencil than a long memory. And so lists are really a superpower. And uh, Ben, I want to hear from you. Um, number two is use your calendar and create checklists. Is a calendar important for you to get everything done? First of all, what you just shared was brilliant, Sean. Just dropping nuggets, bro. I love learning from you. Uh, yeah, I live by my calendar. I, I really believe for myself that blank space on my calendar is the devil's playground. And it really starts with clearly defining my goals and then matching my calendar to those goals. Then I don't have time for things that are not serving me. Uh, another quote, uh, Rob, Robert Heinlein said, in the absence of clearly defined goals, we become strangely loyal to performing daily trivia until ultimately we become enslaved by it. So when I am clearly defining my goals and I have that on my calendar, daily trivia does not own me. I own my life. I own my actions. So I look at my, I wake up, I look at my calendar and I'm like, this is what I'm doing today. So when daily trivia tries to seep in, whether it's a friend asking me to go out and do something or whatever it is, I don't have time for that. And uh, that is my goal matching to my calendar. And I just live by my calendar. And it's not just my business events that I put on my calendar. I put my workouts, I put, you know, my date nights with my fiance, my trips, everything is on there. And as long as I follow that, I know that I'm happier, I'm healthier, I'm making a big difference in my life. So it's hugely important for me because I have found that when there is blank space, daily trivia tends to creep up and uh, that's not a happy way for me to live. I don't make an impact that way, Sean. So yes, the calendar, I live by it and it's huge for me. So powerful. And so number one is use your passive time productively. Number two is use a calendar and create checklists. And then number three is turn one video into four videos. We have been touching on uh, batch producing, but Jacqueline, break it down um, how batch producing has worked for you and how you've ended up being able to be so prolific with a busy schedule. Yeah. Yeah, and for those who don't come from the world of factories, <laughs> um, they are very consuming. You work every holiday, every birthday, you get calls on weekends, you come in in the middle of the night for all the time. So your schedule gets thrown off. So I always had to create a buffer and do batching. And one of the things using the VRA system that I started to do was I started, you know, we talk about answering specific questions. Um, and I found in the beginning, I kind of went a little bit more broad and I see a lot of other YouTubers do that in the VRA community and outside of it. And what I started to do was really think through like answering a specific question and then how, what are the other questions people will have and how can I break that into four or five videos? So I've done it over and over again. I'm constantly doing it. Um, so one of the things I did was, um, I did a series of videos on one plant. And then I answered every question about that plant, but every question from how to prune it, how to propagate it, how to take care of it, how to identify it, things to look for when you're shopping, every one of those became their own video. And what I found is that not only is batching helping with your time, but when you're doing a series of videos that are all on that one topic, it's really easy to film 
because you don't have to keep in your, well, at least for me, I didn't have to keep shifting gears because it was just like, well, I'm just talking about this one plant. And I just had to pay attention to my intros and my outros, but I could really, really optimize what filming time I had and editing time because then I was able to pull all the B-roll because it was all B-roll of the same plant. And I could basically knock out, you know, four or five videos, maybe filming them in like six hours. And um, all the, almost every one of those videos ranks, if not in the top five, about half of them rank number one. Such powerful tips. And Ben, um, you know, you've been doing this 1,500 videos. And so you've gone through different seasons of live streaming and videos. And now you're at a different level of scale and you're across multiple platforms. What are your thoughts though on just getting more done, especially for the time starved person yeah. that's trying to keep an upload schedule going when they have minimal time. How would you approach that um, with minimal time to film, edit and upload during the week? Yeah. Like Jacqueline shared, it's, I think it's important to batch record and you could do that once a month. Um, you could just block out four hours, five hours and knock out four or five videos, maybe even more and find a flow that works for you. So if, to give you an example, in the beginning, right before I launched my Keto Camp YouTube channel, I had to figure out what's a good flow for me that I believe would work, meaning uh, it's sustainable. And for me, that was two videos a week, a video posted Monday, a video posted Friday. Now for you, that might be one video per week or one video every other week, whatever that flow is, we just, I believe it's important to stay consistent with that. When I saw the channel starting to really take off, I doubled that from two to four, and then it kind of took off from there. But I, in the beginning, I was just batch recording. Uh, once a month, I would block out half a day where I would you know, do my research ahead of time, learning the 7R system. If you're in the VRA program, you're gonna learn that. And I wanted to own my space, like Jacqueline's owning her space, and she has amazing videos. Like Everybody in her space is following her. They follow, find her on YouTube. She's ranking all these videos. I wanted to do the same thing for keto, and then eventually just in the entire health space. So I started to think about what are the most common questions. I did my searching. Now we have chat GBT and all these cool things that help give us that, uh, give those data, the data points to us. But I had a whole list that I compiled and then I knew my stuff. I knew my information. So I put that tripod on, I hit record and then I knocked it out, changed my t-shirt, maybe put on a different hat or took off the hat, knocked out a video. Uh, now it's a little bit different uh, because I'm a little bit more advanced and I have a lot of studies that I'm referencing. So uh, sometimes I'll use, um, um, a pro uh, what is it called, um, Sean? Not a projector, but a teleprompter, well, a teleprompter. Sometimes I'll yeah. use that to cue me on what I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, it was honestly a Google, um, uh, Apple notes open with the bullet points and I just hit record and batch recorded and got it done. I love that. Yeah. And Apple notes is great. I, I like to use Google docs um, because once I'm logged into Google Docs on my computer, I also have the app on my phone. I can sit down with my phone and actually just, you know, kind of mm. use your phone as a, as a prompt for, okay, this video and then walk through everything. And I love what you're hearing from our guests too, is that there's different seasons to this. And so one of the biggest mistakes you can make is if you copied exactly what Ben was doing right now, but you didn't have Ben's team or Ben's situation or Ben's even the financial situation, it'd be the wrong thing to emulate. So it's like yeah. you want to be applying the right strategies in the right season. And, and Jacqueline and both and uh, Ben are proof that it's possible to do this in the side hustle season when you're figuring things out, when you're juggling lots of stuff. So many people with VRA prove it is possible, but you got to see the uh, you got to see the opportunities in your 
schedule. You got to see that there's possibilities. We could look at our schedule as like, it's an impossible situation. Well, then it will be, because if that's what you believe about it. But if you start saying, man, if I start scheduling, rethink about this, I can get this done. And so that brings us to number four, which is keep your video editing simple at the start. And so Jacqueline, yeah. remind us again. So people were asking about video editing. What did you edit on? And do you edit on the same thing? Do you always edit? And when you do, what is your advice on this number four tip? Keep your video editing simple at the start. So I 100% edit all my videos, even to this day. So, um, so in the beginning, I and today, still today, I shot completely on my iPhone. And because I was running into challenges, especially the first two and a half years of um, first two years of my channel of having time to sit at a laptop and do work, um, I edited it on my phone with iMovie the first two years. I did everything on my phone other than like the descriptions. So I kept it super, super simple. Jump cuts, a little bit of B-roll, a little bit of music, but no, no fancy. There, I, even today, barely any fanciness. I would say I've only gotten to any sort of fanciness now, but jump cuts all day long, simple cuts. Um, and honestly, it, you know, look at other niches or look at the niche you're in. You know, some niches don't care. I would say in the gardening, homesteading world, people don't, they don't need fancy stuff, nor are they really that interested in it. So um, I kept it super, super simple and doing it on my phone for two years completely. Yeah, this is inspiring because again, this is, and, and you don't even have a microphone, correct? No. <laughs> so, so you just have your phone. Do you have like a tripod? I have a tripod. Nice. So you can set up a tripod. Are you standing, sitting here? Uh, that one I'm sitting. So you're sitting down, tripod up, you start delivering your info, you put this in iMovie. We're about to see a little, a photo that you added to iMovie illustrating what you're talking about. This very uh, kind of, you know, basic things as you walk through here, but it's your expertise. It's the thing you've been doing, growing bananas. This video has 112,000 views. Mm -hmm. shot on an iPhone, edited simply. It's not really about the production value. It's about the content value. But I would even challenge, this is actually great production value. This is how good our smartphones are now. Look mm -hmm. sharp. It's 1080p. You know, the phone picks it up. And people want the information. And you're able to deliver that outdoors. Man, it's, it's just so powerful what's possible. And sometimes we just kind of have to bite the bullet and open up the software. One of the biggest things I see people say all the time is like, what's the perfect software? The one you actually use, like what software should I get started with? Like the one that's already on your phone, like just start, use Filmora or Adobe or DaVinci or CapCut or iMovie. And I know that's overwhelming, but like literally just pick one because you can always change. Kind of like Brian Tracy says, you just gotta eat the frog. There's something about just starting and then you can always make pivots along the way. Um, but I'm curious, uh, Sean, ben, can I give you a, a thing that I do that yeah, really in that vein. So I know a lot of people when it comes to thumbnails are using like Canva or Photoshop. I don't know. You guys use other stuff. Um, I only edit my, my thumbnails in my photo app or PowerPoint. And the reason I use PowerPoint is not because it's the good software for it. It's because in the professional world, I knew how to use PowerPoint. And when I would look at Canva, I literally said like, oh, this looks like a lot like what you can do with PowerPoint. And so to just save time, I would just like throw the picture on a slide and then put whatever word text I wanted on there. 
and then just take a screenshot. Like literally the latest thumbnail on my channel is done in PowerPoint. That's beautiful. And <laughs> one million nine hundred and thirteen thousand five hundred and nine views on your channel. You've reached millions of people at this point in terms of people that have been seen your content, been exposed to your content, and you're just getting started and you're already experiencing so much success. I just want to encourage you. What's the best software to 1K challenge to use? The one you have access to, the one that's free, the one that's already on your computer, the one you already know how to use. And so, um, so inspiring and keeping video editing simple at the start. Ben, have you, did you edit your videos at any point? Yeah, in the beginning I was. And what software did you use? Final Cut Pro is what I used. How'd you learn it? <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> How to use Final Cut Pro on YouTube. That's what I searched. Um, I love that Jacqueline just is like eliminating all the excuses out there that you have to have all these fancy equipment. And it's just, it's really the content showing up and delivering it and being consistent. I know that even for myself, I think, oh, I got to, you know, get better production, get this fancy camera. And I think that's more of like a, a selfish thing that I feel good that I get this cool camera, but really just show up and, and hit record. The fact that you have a, um, an iPhone or whatever it is, a smartphone, that's good enough right there. Get started right there. And then you just get better and you grow or you just stay with the iPhone. That's fantastic, too. I mean, look at Jacqueline. She's crushing it with her phone. Um, so, yeah, I used Final Cut, Final Cut Pro in the beginning took a lot of time to learn it. Took a lot of time editing. I would spend hours, um, four or five hours on a 15 minute video. I did use storyblocks.com as uh, for B-roll. I paid like a membership, I think like 40 bucks a month where I could just like download certain B-roll that I could put in my video and I would use Final Cut Pro to put it in there. And then eventually I, I got an editor. Uh, now I have two editors that help me with the YouTube channel. Yeah, it's amazing. And so um, version one is better than version none we learned yesterday from rad getting it out there and you can always up uh update your software your cameras your gear along the way this brings us to number five and uh this is protect your mindset and your energy and ben you had a lot of stuff to share here <laughs> and i think that this is kind of like the unthought about productivity tip that sometimes we think about a calendar, we think about lists, we think about, uh, we think we're robots, I think sometimes too. But you talked about how you, how you spend your morning, how you spend your night. You talked about the subconscious mind. And I know you're into uh, so much science-backed insights and human performance and getting more, uh, you know, productivity out of ourselves. And so what are some things that you do to protect your mindset and your energy so that you can put out your best work to serve your mission, your purpose, your YouTube channel, your community, and the difference you want to make in the world? This is, this is the most important tip right here. So Shauna, I might go a little long, so you just feel free to like reel me in if you need to. But I, I believe 95% of your success in life, whether it's health, YouTube, relationships, finance, is mindset. Um, and 5% is strategy. I call it the mental six-pack. And there is a certain time during the day that we really want to protect our time. And I'm going to explain that. Before I do, I want to share how powerful the mind is with two short stories. I'm going to keep them short, Sean. So we've all heard of the placebo effect. I think you all have heard about that. Let me know in the chat box if you have. But the placebo effect started in uh, World War II when the Americans were getting bombed, the soldiers that were getting bombed, they were going to the medical tent. There was a doctor named Dr. Henry Beecher who was attending these soldiers. 
They were coming in with bullet wounds, arms blown off. It was a nasty situation. And of course, what they did for these soldiers is give them morphine because it would prevent them from going into shock, stabilize them. They could transfer them to the hospital. They would survive. But what happened is that they ran out of morphine. And one of the nurses, she didn't know what to do. They didn't have any morphine. These soldiers were going into the shock. So she put saline solution, which is just salt water, in the needles. And she gave it to Dr. Beecher and told Dr. Beecher she was giving him morphine. So he had the belief that he had morphine in that needle. He told the soldier, I'm giving you morphine. You're going to feel better in a matter of seconds. So he transferred his belief. And what happened? They survived from salt water. And then Harvard studied what happened there in World War II. And that's where the placebo effect came from. And then there's the nocebo effect, where your mind could work against you. Meaning if you believe you could grow your YouTube channel and you really develop that belief really strong, and I'll talk about the morning time for that, you're right. But if you believe you can't do this and you're not smart enough or you can't afford the equipment or whatever it is, you're also right because there's the nocebo effect. And there was a football game in uh, Los Angeles, California, an entire stadium filled with people. And they're watching a football game and two people opposite ends of the stadium start getting really sick. They start projectile vomiting and they rush to the clinic in the stadium stadium and the doctor is attending to these two people. He wanted to know why they're so sick. Why are they throwing up? And the only thing they had in common was that they both drank soda from the soda machine. So his thought was there's something wrong with the soda machine. He immediately went on the public address system and told the entire stadium, please do not drink from the soda machine. We believe there are two people here that are getting really sick and throwing up from the soda machines. And what happened after he said that? An entire stadium of people started throwing up all over the place. Ambulances were taking them back and forth. And they determined two hours later, there was nothing wrong with the soda machine. When they got the news, they stopped being sick. That is the power of the mind. And in the morning and right before bed are, is when the subconscious mind is most impressionable. So the tip is this, protect your morning. The first 90 minutes of my day is protected. Goals, gratitude, Tony Robbins priming, red light therapy. I mean, mine's a little extensive, but it might be 10 minutes for you. Find a way to not just hop on your phone right away and have a time in the morning where you're reading a book or doing something to set up your day right. And I would also recommend doing the same thing right before bed. As you do that, you'll develop that belief. You'll reprogram that subconscious mind. You'll change those neural pathways. And it's going to mean everything for you, not just for you two, but your, your entire life. Those stories are so powerful. And um, I've learned a lot of this stuff from you. I mean, what's actually funny is got my red light panels over here. These go. are the kind of thing. Clicking your affiliate links, which is, this is kind of a, even if you think full circle, as you start getting into these things, you know, tying it back into, I follow someone like Ben because I want to reach high performance and I learn about products from him. There's unspeakable products, uh, Ben, that you've uh, taught me about that I've got down in my refrigerator. Um, <laughs> and uh, people probably are like, what, what does he mean by that? But I <laughs> mean, I'll just stuff. put it out there. Like I've learned about <laughs> suppositories <That's right. laughs> uh, as a way to get NAD plus and all kinds of stuff. A little TMI probably for everybody watching here, but like the punchline is uh, back on track is, is man, protect your mindset and your energy. And one of some of the stuff you said, no phones, no social, no distraction, affirmations, getting gratitude. And then you also, before we go to the next tip here, um, you mentioned every year you do an audit. Can you, can you talk oh, yes. about this one? 
Yeah. So I, I do an audit on my environment because your environment determines your thoughts, your thoughts determine your actions and your actions determine your results. So if you want to change your thinking and your actions, it starts with your environment. So I do an audit on the people that are close to me, friends, family, um, business partners, et cetera. And I put them into two different buckets. I learned this from uh, Dean Graziosi. He calls them chargers or drainers. So drainers would be obviously people who drain you, people who you have a conversation with and you're drained. They're gossiping. They're telling you, why do you want to have a YouTube channel? That's silly. That's stupid. It's too late for YouTube. YouTube has been around for too long and you feel drained. They go on one side of the piece of paper. And then the other side are people like Sean, people like Think Media, people like Jacqueline, chargers, people who support me, cheer me on. Uh, they inspire me. They go on the other side of the paper. And I'm very intentional with spending more time with the chargers and less time with the drainers. So I recommend you do that audit. I do it once every year. So powerful. And of course, you know, we love our family and you have different friends at Thanksgiving with whoever and Christmas. Yeah. But yeah, the way you put it is you spend less time with the drainers and more time with the chargers. And yeah. one of the things we've learned at Think Media um, and one of the, the powers, pro probably out of everything inside of VRA fam, one of the most powerful things is getting around a community of people that are maybe thinking different than some of the people around you right now, as well as the Facebook group. Like just imagine keeping this kinds of conversation going, the VRA show monthly, like with how important psychology is and your mindset is to actually having success on YouTube. That's why just a course is really not enough. Information alone is not enough. It's about getting support and getting surrounded with a community so that you get your mindset right. And so that's definitely one of my favorite tips. And uh, that brings us to, uh, let me recap, and we're going to go to number six here. So number one, use your passive time productively. Number two, use your calendar and create checklists. Number three, turn one video into four videos. Use batch producing. Number four, keep your video editing simple at the start. Number five, protect your mindset and your energy. And number six, stay flexible. Uh, I just saw Victoria talking about in the in the back end. You might be saying, first 90 minutes of the day, wait till you have kids, what happens? And I'm kind of in that tension point right now because with the two and a half year old and with the seven month old, man, before those, I read a book called The Miracle Morning. And my miracle morning was just a whole Zen experience, uninterrupted. Now you never know if you get a surprise, a little one wakes up. But I've actually still found that if I'm disciplined, uh, I can get up early enough or that you just have to get creative and you got to stay flexible. You know, if we become too rigid, like I have to shoot this Saturday, but life comes up, stuff comes up. And so, Jacqueline, um, you said when we were talking about the pre-planning of all this, make a plan, but stay flexible. Can you yeah. break that down? Absolutely. Absolutely. And actually, I want to say something about number five, because one of my favorite phrases that kept me going when I was having hard days from VRA was I will until because that that mindset motivation is I could go on and on about it. The, in the factories that I worked in was PepsiCo. And what I did for 10 years was culture change. So specifically working to change people's mindsets and processes. So that's all my jam. But when it comes to flexibility, you know, it's it's really about, and this is why I loved VRA, because it gives you the steps. It gives you the process. It gives you what you should be working on. So when you map out, you use your calendar, you make your checklist, right? Focus, what I did is I focused more on 
what I could control. And what I can control is my behaviors and my actions. What I can't always control is the outcomes. So I might not be able to, if I keep working on my checklist, I might not have finished the video as fast as I thought it was going to. But I control that for two hours, I dedicated myself, I worked on my checklist, right? But it even comes down to like, I've got kids and it's great that I say, I'm gonna set aside a couple hours to go film. And then they want, you know, someone's melting down, someone scraped their knee, someone whatever. But even to the point of like, they want they they are aware of YouTube and they want to be in the shot. And so I just try to roll with it. It's like, OK, well, I can't get them out of shot. So I guess we're going to be in shot. The video is not about them. But like, can I literally had one? Um, my oldest son is special needs. I could not get him to stop talking. So I literally was just like, OK, you're going to say number one. And then I would say seeds or something. I don't know, whatever the topic was. And then I would get him to say number two. And he was so excited. And about 10, 15 minutes of him getting to say number three. And I tried to get him to say some of the other words. He, you know, like squirrel and he moved on and dad was able to come in and help with that. <laughs> um, but sometimes you got to kind of roll with it. Like maybe you're just going to have to cut it short because the kid's melting down. It just happens. Um, and so I always tried to figure out ways or one of my little ones super attached. So I had a video I was supposed to go show how to plant strawberries. This literally was like a couple months ago. And instead, the video was him and I planting strawberries and it didn't necessarily go to plant. But, you know, a lot of the people who I feel like in the history, like I would have been like, oh, it's not the way I wanted it to be. But so many people commented about how cute he was and they were so supportive of seeing like a little kid learning the skills of gardening. So because I wasn't reacting like it was a problem in the video, I was just reacting like, hey, we're doing this and I'm rolling with it. The audience, right, my community reacted in a similar way, which was accepting and loving it. So it became a really nice thing in the video instead of it being a problem. So try to think about when you have challenges, sometimes they can be just make them into a different solution than what you expected. Yeah, and, and I mean, life is life. And, and what I've also, I've learned about seasons, especially now as our whole season has changed, we've had different seasons of, of health challenges. Some people here were talking about dealing with chronic illness. Ben knows that I've uh, been dealing with kind of a carpal tunnel, repetitive stress injury. And that I was talking about this, I think on VIP, a question came up about how I've dealt. Cause I've talked about chronic pain and chronic illness and, and who you're around. You could probably see hanging out with Ben for a little bit. He starts getting into a different mindset. You start realizing, like, I feel better just talking to him. And then there starts being that practical, those tips, and uh, all of those things can help us. But one of the terms that I love is grace-based productivity. Yeah. Grace-based productivity, where we have grace on ourselves, where we hold ourselves to a high level of accountability, hold ourselves to a high level of productivity, but at the same time, give ourselves grace like it's okay if maybe one day doesn't go good or we need to take a break. It, mm -hmm. it, what should you do if you're tired? Rest. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to take a day off. Think about where we're going to be in the next five years rather than just in the next five minutes. The yeah. best thing we can sometimes do, I saw someone say, is breathe, take a break, be flexible. Let today maybe go and we can pick it back up tomorrow. But Jacqueline, you may have hit this, but I want to just call it back to you again. You, you said that in the beginning, you had time blocks on your to-do list and mm -hmm. you had, you were, you had like certain targets, like maybe doing 10 videos in 12 weeks, but you found that sometimes, um, that you didn't always hit that. Mm -hmm. Did you just talk about that or uh, that was, is no, that a good not point? quite. So in the yeah, beginning, so break that down. 
Yeah. So in the very, very beginning, because I think one of the hardest things when you're getting started with YouTube is um, for most of us, it's not the career we're in. So I didn't like, how long is it going to take to film? How long is it going to take to do research? How long is it going to take to script? I had no idea what to block out time with. Um, so in the beginning, you know, I, I targeted doing a video a week, um, but I was definitely giving myself a lot of grace of like, well, I just don't know how much time it's going to take. So in the beginning, I would do things like I'm going to get home a little bit early, but before the kids get home. So I've got one hour to do whatever it is I can do. And as I go, I'll get better. And so I, I think having that target, but like Sean was saying, like give yourself grace because honestly, I think sometimes in the beginning, we're so excited about growing on YouTube. Um, we, we just want to make it all happen right now. And that is the fastest way to burn out. And so by allowing myself to be like, I'm going to hit a video a week, but I might not have time because I like, I still got to pay the bills and be with my family. Um, so I'm going to just try to do as much as I can during the time I can do. And I was really proud of myself. I got 10 videos done in 12 weeks and there were weeks I missed, but I felt good about it because the time I did block out, I was productive and I kept moving forward. And so I really focused on, am I in the time I'm giving myself doing the things I can do and that I can control because I can't control that I don't know how to edit yet. And I don't know how it works on iMovie yet on my phone. So I got to figure that out. Or, you know, I don't, I didn't know that like my neighbor was going to, cause I'm gardening channel, right. They're going to mow their lawn. And now here's a lawnmower during okay. that hour I blocked out. And it is what it is. Like, I'm not going like, to, there's nothing I could change about it. So I really gave myself a lot of grace. And like, I, I think there used to be like a, in the old days, right. Like it was very tortoise versus the hair. Like mm. just know that like in the long run, it's going to work out because I'm going to keep, keep picking at this. Um, but it might not all be the way I think it's going to in the next couple of weeks or the next few months. And so I'm it's, just focusing on it. It's so funny. You bring that up. It really is kind of like Murphy's law that during the exact hour you're filming is the hour that your neighbor is landscaping with power tools yes. or even today, right before the first session, I went down and my son was like juice. And so I started making juice and I was mixing up this electrolyte based zero sugar juice. I mixed a little bit of sugary cranberry juice in there. I didn't screw the top on there. Boom, red juice all over the kitchen <laughs> during the 10 minute countdown this morning on session number four. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's the kind of stuff affects your mindset. I'm like, honey, she already is taking the kids today. We're like throwing the towels down. And man, you need some grace based productivity because you know a lot of times when you're trying to be productive and you know, one of the phrases we say at Think Media is blessed are the flexible, those who bend and don't break. Mm -hmm. Man, you gotta be flexible. And uh, Ben, really quick before the next tip or, or anything that you have to share with us, what are some things you've learned, whether when you get a setback, bad news, as an entrepreneur, you know what it is to get punched in the face and punched in the gut, maybe physically, but I mean, metaphorically, <laughs> uh, you know, where, yeah, you, you, you have tr trouble, drama, challenges, a hard week, a hard year, a hard month. Uh, what have you learned about staying flexible? Yeah, great question. I'm all about flex. Uh, keto flex is my book. So yes, I'm all about being flexible with keto included. Yeah, I think, well, I, I really believe this, that the most important thing is to love what you're teaching. You know, Jacqueline loves gardening. She loves Florida. And um, it's like when things come up, it's like, okay, this is just part of it. It's, it's all on the way, not in the way. You know, Sean, you love teaching YouTube. You love teaching mindset and develop, developing your business. It's like, find something you, that lights you up. I love teaching health and keto is a big part of that. 
So when uh, there's obstacles, you know, funny story, because you're talking about the juice thing. Every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I go live on my YouTube channel. And I've been super consistent with that. In four years, I probably have missed maybe seven Wednesdays in four years. And that's because I was traveling. And recently, I cracked the windows open here in my apartment because I like to get a good you know, breeze coming in here. I don't know if there's a beehive by my building, but I'm in the middle of a live stream. And there are like 30 bees going into my room here. And my, and my fiance is allergic to bees. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, dude. I'm like, you got what attacked. Is, it was dude, a bee attack. It was a bee attack. And I'm like, I got to go. I got to, I got to stop this live stream. Right. And then everybody's laughing and like, you know, it's all just part of it. Right. But yeah, you know, to answer your question, when, when obstacles occur, when setbacks occur, my mindset, I teach this to my students. It is not about the setback. It is about the get back setbacks or setups for something great. As long as you're so committed and you love what you do, there's learning opportunities in all of that. The problem is that so many people don't love what they're doing. They're probably teaching a topic because they think that's what's going to be popular or that's what's going to do well. There's not going to be longevity in that. There's not going to be stamina in that. But when you love what you teach, there is longevity. There's stamina. You produce energy whenever you need it. So those um, stop signs become speed bumps when you love what you teach. So that would be my advice. Like you're going to be flexible when you love what you're teaching. <laughs> I can't get over this bee attack. Like this is the <laughs> whole thing. Like you know, what are the different stories, the trials of content creators. The one time <laughs> when I got attacked by bees during a live stream. Um, so stay flexible. That's number six. Uh, stay <laughs> flexible, uh, which brings us to number seven. And I love this one. Get help get help. And we're going to start with Jacqueline. you know, sometimes what we think about when we think about get help, um, what we don't mean is, is, is get help, like see a therapist, although you should do that too, I think, because we all need help. Uh, you know, the Beatles reminded us help, like I need somebody, we all need a little bit of help, but help could just mean, can we enroll a family member, you know, in the vision, can we enroll our partner and be clearly uh, more clear about what we're asking? Hey, honey, could you watch the kids on Saturday morning? Um, can we uh, get assistance and get help from ways that doesn't have to be hiring somebody, although that is important too. And Ben can have a, has a lot of wisdom to share there. So Jacqueline, what is your thoughts on um, this idea of get help? Yeah, I, my husband also named Ben, <laughs> um, when we started doing videos, I had a lot, we had conversation. Well, he watched some of the videos too. Like the, I think you had a mastermind back then. We literally watched it together. And, you know, he, we had very like frank conversations about like what it was going to take to try doing a YouTube channel, what kind of time commitments it potentially was going to take. And, you know, what I love is that even though I'm the face of the channel, my husband is a hundred 150% behind the mission of the channel. He is my super secret sniper in the background. That's just like, he is so proud and so passionate about what we're doing to get people. Um, and it would be very hard to do what I'm doing if he wasn't a hundred percent on board uh, because he does, you know, when I go to film, like he'll have both kids and that's not always easy, especially with um, we've gone through some challenges with um, dysregulated behaviors and stuff, really bad ones. And, um, but he helped with that. Even my mom and dad, like they would pick up my kiddos and then like keep them maybe like an hour later. And I would try to get home like a half hour earlier. And that would be my, my film time is <laughs> so I like run home and I would literally like get out of the car, throw my stuff down, 
do a little something so I didn't look like I've been in a sweaty factory all day and then walk outside and just be like, okay, I'm talking. Um, so my parents have also been super helpful with just like maybe watching the kids for a couple hours um, and stuff like that. And then I have friends who are just supportive and will like write comments every now and then. Um, so that's always helpful too. It doesn't have to be like hiring people. It's, it really can just be small things like, Hey, can you walk, can you distract the kid? Can you go play tag with the kids for like 30 minutes so I can finish figuring out this title and thumbnail? Like it literally is like, we will to the minutes. I'll be like, can you, I just, I think I need 15. And Ben's like 15 or 10. And I'm like, okay, 10, I'll try to make it work. No, this is so powerful. And I know that people do have questions about hiring and, and we're going to drop uh, some tips on that in just a second. But I actually want to challenge you right now. You're watching this, whether live or on the replay, to start journaling. And number one, to, to start writing down some names of just the people in your world. The people in your world that, number one, you may need to enroll in the vision. Have you discussed building a side business, your future, budgeting for this, thinking through this? Who do you need to talk to um, to maybe ask for help? Sometimes just a list of people. And maybe it's the people you haven't thought of. Oh, my sister-in-law. Oh, uh, or uh, my cousin, somebody who maybe is wanting to earn uh, some extra money. You've got a nephew or somebody's 14. He could, you know, you start thinking, man, I could probably, they could babysit on Saturday mornings. Start just writing down and brainstorming a list of people in your world and then start writing down and brainstorming a list of tasks. Sometimes the thing that could be is hiring a video editor or sometimes the more practical thing again could be like, getting somebody involved to watch the kids so you could edit the video. Um, and like Jacqueline says, or you edit the video on your phone while uh, you're watching Bluey. I was going to say Blippy because uh, my son's super into Blippy and Mika right now. He calls him Blappy. You know, it's funny when it comes to help too, is my son um, goes, help. Like when he needs help with anything, he goes, help. And I feel like we could be a little bit more like, like Sean Bradley, my two and a half year old and ask for more help. And when we start to enroll people around us in our vision, um, a lot of more momentum can happen. But Ben, and one other I forgot to even mention is um, all my direct neighbors are super supportive of the channel. They know I have a channel and so they will. Um, probably after the six months, they would now when they see me go out there and film, they'll be like, oh, I was going to pressure wash my car. Do you want me to hold off for two hours? You know, like they are literally all like all my immediate neighbors will they will actually go out of their way to like stop mowing or stop blowing or stop cutting wood or whatever they are doing that day. Or my one neighbor who's next door, he'll be playing music on the radio as loud as get out. You know, it's all copyright. The music and I'm like, hey Shane, do you mind like turning it down? I'm gonna film. And he's like, Yeah, he has a project going on. He's got contractors. He spent a bunch of time talking to his contractors so that they knew not to drive onto like what would be my yard because he knew those were all native plants and that I would want to like make sure they were protected. And he made and like he checked on it every day. And then he let me know. He's like, Hey, I just want to let you know. Like, I talked a lot with those contractors. They know not to step on any of it. Like, super, super sweet. They are all so sweet and supportive and protective of the channel and they don't like so it can even be stuff like that wow no it's so powerful and and so i want to okay so write down a list of names just brainstorming and then write down just also a list of tasks and then write down some conversations that you know you need to have because when it becomes written it becomes real you're all, you're holding <laughs> yourself more accountable and and also remember 
that it is the person's right to say no. And you're not going to get hurt, offended. You, you're, you're simply, you, you're, they might say no, but they also might say yes. So if they say, yeah, no, I don't know if uh, I could commit to, you know, two Saturdays a month of helping out, you're not mad. Like you got nothing to lose. You're just maybe get, and then maybe by simply telling them your vision, we need to articulate our vision, articulate yeah. what we're doing. Once you start to articulate and clarify what some of your goals, what your vision is, you'd be surprised. Maybe the person says no for 45 days, but they go, Hey, are you still doing that YouTube thing? They're like, yeah, they go, actually, my Saturdays opened up. I, I would love to actually help out. You know, that could be your aunt, you know, mother-in-law or something. And you're not offended if they say no. The question is what happens if people start saying yes? And you'd be surprised that there could be a lot more opportunity in your world when you are bold and courageous, write down a list of people, write down some various tasks and maybe some things you could invite help for, and then write down some conversations that you wanna have. Like, I know I wanna talk to this person about that. And the framing and opening of the conversation is, listen, no pressure and obviously, you know, uh, I don't even expect you to do this, but would you consider, and uh, you'd be surprised what could potentially happen there. But Ben, I'm curious because you did hire and committed to hiring your first editor, but did you have a budget for it at the time or what was your situation then? And what did you learn? Well, first of all, I'm impressed with Jacqueline's neighbors. I mean, that's, <laughs> she's got some great neighbors. Wow. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a budget for it. I, I looked at how much time I was spending uh, editing videos, and then I looked at how much uh, I would spend on, on Fiverr is what I used to, to pay an editor. And I felt like my time was worth, um, my, what I was paying, what I would have paid the editor made sense because I felt like my time was worth that, my, worth the money I was gonna spend there. I think I'm making sense there. So I would recommend figuring out what, what you think your time is worth an hour, right? And if, let's say you feel like, uh, it's $100 an hour is what you value your time, then I think anything underneath that should be delegated. I didn't have a budget for it. And I figured out ways to get creative and get that budget. Now, I'm not going to give financial advice here, but I tend to bet on myself. So I'll tend, I tend to get like small business loans like Stripe, PayPal. The cool thing about those loans is that you pay them back with your income. They take a certain percentage. So I, I did that. I bet on myself and, you know, I... I won uh, essentially because I paid that back, got the money back. And that one editor then turned into an assistant that I hired. And then now I have two assistants. Now I have three health coaches that, you know, work for me in my keto camp Academy, but it really started with that one person. I didn't have a budget for it. I'm not Dave Ramsey. I didn't do it that way, but I bet on myself and I got really strategic with, um, with capital. And uh, I do think it's very important to eventually bring on a team or that's one person or five people, because I do believe if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, make a big impact, then you got to go with the team. You, you teach that all the time, Sean. I love it. Well, um, I want to make sure we are at the top of the hour. We have uh, three more tips. Are you both of you okay? I'm yeah. ready to go. I know we're all both right. in Florida, East Coast, but we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so grateful. We have uh, both Florida uh, guests Yay. today. And so we appreciate it. It's 8.03 p.m. And um, we've been crushing it. You've been adding so much value. A lot of people's, uh, I think, favorite session. And some people have been talking about how this is shattering their mindsets as time is kind of one of the biggest challenges. And so this is adding a ton of value. And I want to thank you so much. Um, we are in on number eight, which is pace yourself. 
And so Jacqueline, you, you shared some stuff and you touched on this a little bit, so we could probably get to nine pretty quick, but speak to the idea of pacing yourself when it comes to, uh, doing this YouTube. So I'm a all in kind of person. So I wanted to be like, get it all done, get to a, you know, I don't know what number of subscriber in my head I thought I would get to in the beginning, but, um, I really have learned that pacing yourself because you're going to go through times where stuff goes really well. You're going to go through times where for some reason the video just doesn't hit right. And if you just keep focusing on that long game, right, that, that tortoise, be that tortoise, you will win in the end. It might take longer than you think, but you just really got to pace yourself because otherwise you hear about so many creators burn out. And, you know, I feel like if I could be, I, I'm so glad you guys asked me to be here because I feel like I could be a good example of someone who works a lot of hours. It would have been very easy for me to burn out. And it was through pacing myself that allowed me to be successful. I didn't come out doing a million videos a week. Um, I just did a video a week or what I could do. And then, you know, it, it grew. The first hundred subscribers is the worst. I will say that. It took a long time to get there for me. You may go faster, um, but I had to pace myself. I really, really had to. And it's worked out. And it, it, that's the other thing, right? It's like the numbers are, it's more about the people. And when you focus on the people and the individuals, you're going to win. You'll win because you don't have to have a million subscribers to make a full-time income. You don't. So, so true. And one of my, I'm so glad you mentioned Tortoise and the Hare. Uh, I actually have... Uh, this this website's Aww. called Ugmonk, and I got this um, graphic where it's kind of in gold leaf at our Vegas location, and it says slow and steady wins, and you could see a little turtle there yeah. at the end of the wins. And so this was him developing the art. But that tortoise and the hare story is so powerful because um, if you sprint, leave all your energy up at front, it's even pacing. I've, I've run a few half marathons. You got to pace in the half marathon. You, you don't just leave it all out there. You might not even finish because you burn out too soon. Mm -hmm. But it's so much more about the long-term journey than it is just about the next week or the next year. Yeah. Uh, I love both of your visions because your mission is a lot bigger than let's just make some videos and make some money. You, of course, you need money for the mission, but both of you are really purpose-driven people. That's our biggest you know, passion is to help purpose-driven entrepreneurs and content creators. And so you're not just about the next year, you're about legacy. You're about like the future. Really quick, give us a little bit of that purpose that drives you. Both of your purposes inspire me at the highest levels, but Ben, like what is, what is your purpose fueling your YouTube channel? Well, I mean, there's so many people who are unhealthy, uh, unnecessarily, the, the stats out there are, devastating cancer, heart disease, et cetera. And I know that a lot of these diseases are preventable. I lost my dad through the complications of diabetes in 2014. And I know that what I teach all over the world now would have saved my dad's life. If I would have applied what I teach, he would be alive today to see all the cool things that I'm up to. But I also get that I was given that mountain so I could show the world the mountain can be moved. So my mission is to help the world help 1 billion people. Actually, that's the goal. Inspire 1 billion people and help them understand your body was built to be self-healing. You have everything you need inside your body to be self-healing. We just got to remove the interference and you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. 
So that inspires me because I've seen so many, I've helped so many people get off their meds, reverse their diabetes, uh, stage four cancer. It, it's just amazing what I've seen. And uh, it lights me up because there's so many people out there who are sick and unhealthy and they could get their life back with what I teach. So I always keep that at the forefront and helps me serve the purpose and the mission and gets my attention off of myself and how cool I look, how cool I sound, which did not serve me in the beginning. And it puts my energy into the mission. Man, so powerful. Erica says it makes uh, her cry and, you know, it's giving me chills as you talk. It brings us back to, and I want, because this is session five and we do have two more tips, but because this is session five, um, bringing us all the way back to session number one, where we talked about why is it that you want to start YouTube and reasons come first, results come second. Mm -hmm. What are the reasons driving you? I think you can feel the power and the energy behind what Ben is sharing. But Jacqueline, you you have a, a whole vision that I'm like, okay, I meet you. You're in VRA. I'm like, <laughs> you love gardening. Great. <laughs> but then I start to hear from you. You're like, no, I like want to change the ecosystem of Florida. <laughs> like I want, yeah. I want to like shape literally the atmosphere. So break down what's like your vision for your channel. Yeah. So, um, I wasn't born in Florida, but I lived here pretty much my entire life. And, you know, Florida is one of the fastest growing States. There's so many people coming from all around the country and all around the world. But the challenge is, is that they're, they, they bring with them a lot of the ideas of how nature should look in Florida. And that's not actually what Florida looks like. Um, so really what the vision of the channel was, was to help people start to learn what Florida is from a ecosystem wildlife standpoint and integrate it into their own homes because, okay, this will be like the negative part. Usually I'm very happy and focused, but like, you know, we've lost over 50% of our, our bird population. We've lost about 90% of our native bee population. Um, we have many, many species that have only almost gone extinct and are exclusively live in the state of Florida. Um, and they've, we've had ones that we thought actually were extinct, but because of the work of people and what they do in their gardens and out in our conservation and restoration areas, you know, we have the ability to change and we are making changes, but with so many new people, they just don't even know what they don't know um, because we're so unique down here. And I love how unique we are. We have, we are one of the best states to watch birds. We're one of the best states for butterflies. 17% of the world's species only exist in Florida. So there's a lot of really cool stuff going on down here. And I, I don't want us to lose it just because we have so many new people who just really don't know. And a lot of times when people talk conservation and saving wildlife, it's just like donate money and it'll go to some park somewhere else. But so many of us can have make the difference, make the change from our own yards. Um, you know, 80 percent of the land east of the Mississippi is privately owned. And it's one of the reasons why we're losing a lot of wildlife is because of plant choices of what people are putting in their gardens. So I focus a lot on native plants and getting people excited about putting native plants in their garden because they can really start helping our whole entire uh, food web. And, you know, they don't have to just focus on the big ones like the Florida Panther, but like they can be helping things like the Atala butterfly, which we actually thought went extinct in like the 1930s, but it's completely made a turnaround because people started including native plants in their gardens. So I'm so, really passionate about that. <laughs> so powerful. And, and for those worrying or wondering, we still have 0.9 and 10 coming up. <laughs> a little bit of a rabbit trail here, but actually kind of our bonus tip of this session, because we are on session five, is I do want to call you back to your journal, writing down your reasons, writing down your why, and maybe type tapping into deeper levels of inspiration and drop it in the comments as well. Reason being is when I see Jacqueline's success and Ben's success, 
it is evidence to me that yes, they've invested in their learning and they've persevered and they've paced themselves. But once you start going deeper, you dig beneath the surface, you're like, wow, there's like a fire. It's those reasons. It's this mission that they're on. And it's, it's real. Like this is a big key. We are obsessed with you winning on YouTube and your success, but we also know that that's going to probably be unlikely if you don't tap into those deeper driving force purpose, having a strong why, having a why that makes you cry, something that gets you out of bed in the morning, something that'll keep you going. And I want to encourage you, you might be like, I'm not sure what it is. It's there. We may just need to be able to unearth it a little bit and even increase it, like raise necessity on it a little bit, because that'll be a huge key to success on YouTube. So we're going to hit nine and 10 in just a second. But Ben said he had one other thing to share on this. So Ben, uh, take it away. Yeah, just uh, real quick. There's a, a book that I read every morning called Radical Wisdom from Reggie Campbell. I don't know if you have that book, Sean. If you don't, I'm going to send it to you. But he takes excerpts from the Bible and he relates it to real life. And the other day, just the other day, the, the, the title of it was, Are You Driven or Are You Called? And it resonated with me so much. And it's, it's, re it's exactly what we're talking about here. There's a big difference between being driven and actually feeling like you're called to provide a service and have this mission. When you're driven... You know, you just go, go, go. You could burn yourself out. You get negative comments. You stop. But when you're called, like you have energy, you have, um, you're in a flow state. Negative comments just deflect off of you like water off a duck. And I feel called. I know Sean feels called. Jacqueline feels called. And I want all of you to feel called, not just driven. So I just want to make that point there. And I believe there is a big difference between being driven and actually being called. Whew, man, dropping some fire. We're going deep on the session 505. Number nine, though, let's go to number nine. Uh, invest in programs, coaches, and mentors. Ben, this came from the notes that you submitted. You said that uh, this is something that you've done. It's been a pattern for you. And so what power have you seen in this? And then we'll take it to you, Jacqueline. Uh, this is a huge tip right here. Tony Robbins always says you could take decades of learning and turn that into days when you invest in a coach, a mentor, a program, a book. I'm a student. You can see the, all the books behind me. And it's funny, when I was in school, high school, college, I did not read books unless it was a textbook to, to you know graduate a class. But now all I do is read. And I study three hours every day for the last 14 or 15 years, three hours every day, whether it's physical books, podcasts, or audio books. That is one form in, of investing into a mentor. But then there's another level to that because information alone, Sean said this a little while ago, information alone will not change your life. We are drowning in information and starving for wisdom and truth. It's the application of the right information with elite coaching over a period of time that will change your life. If it's just the information, every librarian would be a multimillionaire and a celebrity, and that is not the case. So I invest a huge percentage of my monthly, of my yearly income on courses. I've invested into VRA. I've done uh, I went to grow with video live last year. I I've invested in your uh, masterminds. I'm investing into coaches all the time. And it takes me from a level uh, five to a level 10 and a level 10 to a level 15. And it, sometimes when you invest in a coach and a mentor, you, you, the accountability part is so huge to have somebody hold you accountable. It is Bob Proctor used to say, accountability is your success insurance policy. It takes your goals to your results and it sticks them together. So having accountability is huge. And then also sometimes I know for myself, I tend to have self-limiting beliefs. And sometimes I don't believe I could hit a certain goal. I have desires, but I don't have the belief. But a coach, a mentor, Sean, somebody, Think Media, 
they could have the belief in you and you could borrow their belief until you actually adopt that belief for yourself. And that right there is a huge value in coaches and mentors. And yeah, Sean and Think Media, you guys have been huge for believing in me and seeing that belief until I developed it. So I think this is a huge tip right here. I appreciate your kind words. And Jacqueline, before we get to number 10, what has been your experience, whether investing in, in VRA or just seeking outside of yourself to continue to learn and level up? Yeah, no, I, I'm lifelong uh, and I would definitely always recommend finding a coach for whatever you're going to do in your life, finding coaches and mentors, because we learn personally through trial and error. And so when you're doing things that you've never done before, you don't, I mean, it's what I was saying about gardening. You don't know what you don't even know. So you don't even know the questions you should be asking. So you need to get around people who know what things you should be doing to get you started. And that can look like a lot of different things from the stuff you find for free on YouTube to I, I love VRA. I think it's just broken down so well and helping you work through what you need to do. I'm sure you could figure it all out on your own if you spend enough time. But if you want to just like, and then the community around it, because I had a mentor um, throughout my professional career, and he always talked about Jahari's window, which is, you know, the window has four panes. There's what you know, what people see, and what you know about yourself, and that they can see what you know. But there are things that you don't know about yourself that others can tell you that they see. And you need people who are outside of you. So and that's why I like the VRA community so much because you can post your thumbnails and get feedback. You can post your video and get feedback, <laughs> you know, because you may have those blind spots that you just, you, you think you're doing okay, but you just can't figure out why is it not working. And it just takes that other coach or peer or mentor or that community like VRA to just watch it and be like, oh yeah, this very thing. And like everyone else will tell you, oh, it's so obvious, but you have blinders on, you can't see it. Um, so having that, plus having someone guide you down the path, you know, you can make it through a forest if you know enough. If you don't know, I mean, you're gonna spend a lot of time wandering around. So why not have someone who puts the roadmap out for you? Um, so I've invested in VRA when Sean had the inner circle, I was part of inner circle. I've had a coach for helping us write our book, which will be coming out in the next couple of months. Um, and I even have a business coach to help us kind of figure out like what are the right products and offerings for the community so that we can continue to grow the business. So I, I'm a big fan of investing. Yeah, I love that. And as we land the plane and we've gone through our uh, 10 tips, number 10 is enjoy the journey. And I know for me that sometimes um, this is all super fun but sometimes you wake up and you're like, oh man, I got to shoot a video today. <laughs> or, um, you know, one For of my sure. favorite authors is Stephen Pressfield who wrote books mm -hmm. like do the work, um, or the, the, uh, war of art. And he talks about the resistance mm -hmm. and for anybody that wants to do creative work. And even that has a calling and you feel that mission, you still wake up and think, maybe I'm going to do it tomorrow and not today. The resistance that's like, oh, you're not ready to shoot the video yet. Oh, what, what, you know, people aren't going to take you seriously. Uh, you know, you know, all this self-doubt, the voices in our head, the negative self-talk, the resistance. And so sometimes even though this can be fun work, it is easy to lose joy in the process. And I love what you said, Jacqueline, this was inspired. All these tips were just synthesized from everything you submitted, but you inspired this because you said, learn to enjoy the process. Jacqueline, can you talk a little bit about that? And then Ben's going to land the plane on this tip. 
Oh yeah. Cause I, I think, you know, we, we want to find the joy in the results and the results always come or they don't come in the way that you think they should come. And so, you know, I've, I think I've talked a lot about like focus on the things that you can control, which is your behaviors. And so, you know, find the joy in editing that you're gonna spend a lot of time in editing. <laughs> editing takes more time I feel than most of the other steps. Um, but I really like doing the editing because when, you know, I, most of my career in the factory, I loved doing what I did in the factory, but I didn't have any way to do anything creative. So I liked how in the editing, like, you know, especially as I kind of continued my journey, like what music am I going to use in there? And like, what B-roll shots and like, how can I kind of tell a story and make kind of a narrative to get a message across that isn't necessarily an obvious message and kind of take people through things. So I really enjoy kind of, uh, I do vlog style videos at times where I really focus more on feelings. I mean, I gathered, I'm interested in people's feelings, but like the feeling of like, it's really hot and miserable. It's the middle of summer. You still got to go out there and garden. How do I convey that feeling so that my fellow Floridians are like, yeah, me too. It's really hot. It sucks right now. And then they feel kind of seen. And like, how do I make them feel motivated in a video when you know, we kind of go through a second wave of restarting our gardens in the fall. And it's like, how do I get them re-motivated? You know, and and just acknowledging, finding the fun things that you like in the process. I like figuring out how to convey those stories, messages, plus the information about native plants. You can always tell my thumbnails are native plants because I look super excited because I'm like, yay, I get to talk about butterflies and, and native plants again. <laughs> so find the parts that you really like and lean into those and that aren't about the results, but are about the process because those will be the things. Because sometimes I don't want to edit a video and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to. I'm going to do like a montage of flowers for like two minutes in this video because I just want to and I'll just throw it in there. And some people don't like it and a bunch of people do like it. And I love that. It One of the things I like to say is that, you know, YouTube is your tube. Yeah. Of course, you have to have a target audience and you think about those strategic things. But like we literally as creators have a blank slate. There's so many different things we could put on the canvas when it comes to the video and the editing and the content and the music. And there's so much, sometimes we get into a block, we get into creative block, but man, when we're in that state of joy and possibility and creativity, and when we're filling up our creative tank and when we're in a community where we're being inspired, it's easy for there to not be joining the journey, but it's also good for us to take even a moment, enjoying this journey together, enjoying this. I hope you've enjoyed this challenge, right? five sessions, three days, you know, thinking about this, we could have gone through this grumpy or we could go through this full of joy, thinking about, man, we're learning, we're leveling up, we're thinking bigger, possibility is expanding, our thinking is expanding. But I know that Ben probably has a few things to say about enjoying the journey when it comes to entrepreneurship, life, all the different stuff, being a content creator. Uh, ben, what are your thoughts on this tip number 10? Yeah, 100% agree with what uh, both of you just said. Uh, I believe as human beings, we are designed to create, uh, create or disintegrate. And I'm most happiest when I'm producing, when I'm productive. But of course, we want to hit goals. And it's funny because at least for myself, when I hit a goal, it usually doesn't feel as good as everything that led up to the goal. And Jim Rohn used to say, it's not about hitting goals. It's about who you become on your way to that goal, the relationships, the people that you help. So it's really that journey I've learned along the way. Uh, and um, Price Pritchard said in U Squared that rockets fail their way to the moon, right? You launch and you set out for that goal 
And it's just course correct, course correct, course correct. And you learn to just enjoy that whole journey on your way to the moon. And then you hit that goal and then it's okay. Where else can I go? What's the next goal? I have a healthy dissatisfaction with life. I'm grateful, but I'm dissatisfied if, if that makes any sense. So the journey is so important. And my definition of success came from 1965 or so when Earl Nightingale said it back then. He said, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Okay, let's unpack that just real quick. A worthy ideal is a goal that you have fallen in love with. That means success is the progressive realization of that goal, meaning you're here, here's the goal, and as long as you're progressing and closing the gap, you are successful. It's the journey. And then you hit the goal, you celebrate, you might notice you don't feel as good as the whole time getting to that goal, and then you set a new goal, and then you stretch yourself. So it's all part of it, and it's so much fun. I mean, how cool is it that we get to record videos and post it on YouTube and have people all over the world instantaneously be able to find you. What a blessing. This is incredible. So I love the journey. I'm super excited about it. And I just, uh, I celebrate every every part of the way. Amazing. Well, listen, I'm going to uh, hang around with a few announcements and uh, after we see our guests off in just a second. And uh, I want, I have one question for you if you're watching this. So stick with me for just a second. But Jacqueline, if people want to connect with you, um, thank you so much. And can you share um, your aha moments from this session? Share your love with Jacqueline, the wild Floridian. If people <laughs> want to connect with you, a shout out, where are you at online? What are you up to if they want to follow you and all that stuff? Yeah, you can find me on YouTube at the channel Wild Floridian. Uh, I post at least once a week, but sometimes I post three, sometimes I post five. I'm very flexible different seasons call for different times of doing things. So you can usually find me there. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much and appreciate you so much. And then, uh, Ben, anything you want to shout out, uh, do it all. I know people will benefit from, uh, anything you have, you mentioned your book. Um, and so, uh, let us know what you're up to and how people can connect with you. Well, I have to mention the YouTube channel of <laughs> obviously. So keto camp on YouTube, it's uh, camp with the K uh, we release an interview every Monday and Friday. I do a solo video every Tuesday, a live stream every Wednesday, and three YouTube shorts every single day. And then my <laughs> hang on though, just for I mean, woo! I mean, that's and you worked up to that. That was not day one. Oh, for um, sure. No, no, no. That's that's several years. But yeah, it's that. sure enough. We can go in vidIQ. Ninety-two uploads a month. Yeah, there you go. And I'm downloading it. Look at that. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. Back to you. Back to uh, you. Yeah. So, so keto camp on YouTube. And then if you're on Instagram, my handle's right there by my name. It's at the Benazadi. And uh, yeah, Sean, I just love what you and the whole team are doing. I'm just blessed to be a part of it. Thank you for allowing me to serve your community today. It's been awesome. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate you. And so um, show some love to our guests, check out their YouTube channels um, and check them out on Instagram. And um I want to know what your biggest takeaway and aha moment was from this. But here's my question for you. I want to ask you, what is your next action step? One of the things we talk about at Think Media is hashtag action takers. It's not enough to just gain information. There's got to be implementation, which is something we actually do. Now, something we actually do could be to, as soon as the session is over, take 30 minutes to start scheduling on your calendar. When are you going to shoot? When are you going to upload? Perhaps what you're going to do next is the challenge. Today's challenge is to shoot a video. Even if it's a 60 second or less vertical short, 
is to shoot and upload a video and then post it in the challenge group in the guides tab so that you're taking action on the challenges. Remember, on Monday, we have a party where we're going to be going through those um, your submissions. But the only way to qualify for the giveaways happening then is to take action on the challenges. Maybe it's to go back and do day one, day two, day three. Maybe it's to um, your next step is you want to make sure you get vrafam.com and this special offer that we have on VRA. Just as a reminder, um, the extra bonus of the full-time YouTube creator course in addition to Video Ranking Academy, video creation made simple, camera confidence, niche finder, AI for YouTube, the YouTube Shorts Masterclass, all those different bonuses. You can see all the details at vrafam.com. But as of going live at 5.29 p.m., even less time, maybe it's the exact same amount of time on Florida because it's just a different time zone. But we are basing it on Pacific time. We have five and a half hours until midnight. And I want you to know we take this stuff seriously. We reward people to take action. You're going to have a little bit more time to join this bundle. But if you want the extra bonus, which is on its own, a $997 full-time creator course, which is feature features guest teachers sharing their secrets things they've learned about what it takes to go full time it just kind of pushes this over the top so if you're on the fence now would be the time to talk who you need to talk to plan it out and take action because i know when i walk away from my computer or whatever i might get distracted so if you are serious about youtube and you're serious about getting in the right community and getting access to all this training vrafam.com make sure to jump in and uh Post, though, in the comments, what is your next action step? What is the next uh, action step that you have? Um, the deadline for the challenges is probably going to be Sunday evening, basically. Monday Pacific time in the uh, 10 a.m. is when we're going to be going live and doing some extra kind of rewarding those of you that have, have taken action on the three daily challenges, whether that was brainstorming video ideas, punching, you know, posting your video. Um, and so that is when that is happening and, uh, post the challenge video is my next step. Brenda says, I love it. Where do we submit our video? And so great question. And what you do is inside of the challenge group, you can go to, this is the discussion tab. You're going to want to go to the guides tab. And then underneath the guides tab, you can go through all the days, day one, day one challenge, day two, day two challenge, day three, day three challenge. So on mobile, you know, you're going to kind of have to navigate through here. But if you click on day three challenge, what you'll see is it says um, day three challenge. Here we go. It's coming. Here we go. It's, it says daily challenge, little blue graphic here. Day three challenge, today is the day, 490 submissions so far. And then here's the link to um, people that have been submitting their videos. So we also, we could drop a hyperlink to this post, I believe. And, um, or we'll, yep, I'll, I'll post that right now over on the group. So if you look at my comment at this exact moment, uh, you'll be able to see that. And so that's in the guides tab inside of your group. And that is where you post uh, that. And so I love that you're sharing your action items. There's something powerful about articulating it, putting it out there into the world. I'm reading on the back end if there's anything that Mel needs from me. I think, I mean, it's kind of, here we are uh, at the uh, 
final session, five of five. But of course, definitely take action all week, learn and level up all week and get your video shot, get your videos done. And with that, my name is Sean Cannell, Rhymes with YouTube channel. I really want to thank you. I want to invite you, of course, to join me on Monday, but I want to acknowledge you and thank you for making it this far and for being a part of this three-day challenge, five sessions. I appreciate you and give you massive respect. A lot of people start things, but a lot of times they don't finish them. So if you're literally hearing these words live or on the replay, it means the world to me that you signed up, that you spent some time with us. I know it's a busy world we live in. And so that you would take some of your time and your energy and hang out with Ben and Jacqueline and uh, Melissa and Loida and uh, you, you, Unity Gym with uh, Rad as well and spend time with us hanging out. It means the world to us and we really appreciate your attention. Um, and more than anything, I know that the spirit of, since these are all Video Rake Academy students, the spirit of our whole team, we wanna see you win. We wanna see you taking action. We wanna see your stories being submitted. We wanna see you going and changing the world. One of the ways we define success at Think Media is when our students, students succeed, when our communities, community succeeds. Think about Jacqueline empowering more people and the whole ecosystem of Florida getting healthier and endangered species resurrecting and having different things happen. Think about the health journey that Ben is on. So we just are so inspired by all the different channels you wanna start or grow, and we're here for you. So please reach out to our team. If you've got questions about vrafam.com, reach out, we're here for you right now. If you go over to the website, there is a little chat box. So if you wanna talk because we're ending this session, Go connect with us on that little chat box, submit a question, uh, and we'll get back to it as soon as possible, if not right away. And so that's on vrafam.com. And uh, what you can see is that you can also see the timer there. This moment, there's six and a half hours until the deadline, but it's here in the question, you can go into this little lower right-hand corner. We're here to answer all your questions. Head over there even right now, vrafam.com, click the little blue uh, bubbles in the corner, if you've got a question there and uh, we're here to support you. And so I wanna thank you for being a part of the Tube 1K three day challenge. Keep crushing it, keep smashing it, appreciate you. Sending you love and respect, thanks again. And we will talk soon and hopefully see you Monday during our Action Takers Challenge giveaway. Talk soon.